we have social media where people can, when they get bored, they just flip through 15, 30 second videos, training your brain that you have this like kind of quick anticipation of entertainment. And if you don't get it, you just swipe to the next thing and that should hopefully be entertaining and maybe it will be and maybe it won't. And really only it's like the fifth or sixth thing that you scroll to. But when you hit that dopamine, you know, fix of a clip or a video that makes you so amped up, it's like hitting a lottery machine. It's like hitting um, one of those like slot machines. Like you're just like, instead of scrolling, you're just hitting a button. All right, what is going on? Welcome to the Risen Fallen Podcast. I am your host, Mark Hendrickson. And if you're brand new to this show, then what you can expect is open and authentic conversations about things like mental health, self-development, and how to get your life moving in the right direction. If you're not feeling good about where you are today in your life, the place you woke up, the person that you woke up being, then at least having the confidence knowing that you are making one step, at least one step closer to who you'd like to be in the future every single day. And if you're not new to this show, if you're a returning listener or returning viewer, then I just want to say from the very bottom of my heart, thank you very much for coming back, supporting the show, supporting the journey, and supporting the movement and the idea of making yourself better, stronger, faster, smarter, more compassionate, more patient, more disciplined, every single day and along the way, lifting other people up as well. And so, oh, almost knocked my water over there, but how is everybody doing today? I hope everybody is doing well. Uh, I hope that if you're listening to this, then you just replied that you're doing well. Uh, I'm doing well. And I wanted to talk to you guys today about a topic that I've caught some flack for in the past about talking about. Uh, It's not that controversial, to be honest, but Uh, I wanted to talk about ADHD and attention spans and how this uh, so-called disorder is haunting us. And uh, I've talked about this before in the past of how I just believe really truly that ADHD is either uh, the, the, the avoidance of learning a skill or the degradation of skills and abilities that we've developed in the past. Uh, It is uh, kind of one of those things where it's just a symptom of behavioral patterns that we allow to c- continue in our lives, whether they are um, conscientious efforts or not. Uh, it really does stem down to the daily behaviors, the daily actions, and the way that we react to our own thoughts and our own impulsive and intrusive uh, yeah, thought patterns. And so Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about a little list that would be kind of like a a simple do's and don'ts. If you want to increase your attention span, you want to be able to avoid uh, impulsive ideas and uh, whatever other symptoms that you could link up to ADHD in terms of, you know, hyper focus, not being able to focus, um, spouts of, of, uh, you know, energy outbursts. Uh, anything like that, anything that you would relate to ADHD, I sincerely believe is behavioral pattern based. And so, uh, yeah, first, I guess I'll, I'll talk a little bit about how I think society is degrading our attention span. Uh, there is little to no value in, uh, essentially doing nothing, uh, meditating, anything like that. Um, and when I say little to no value, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't seem urgent to us. It doesn't seem like it's a high priority in life. What what seems more urgent to us, you know, after we get done with work and eating and doing whatever we do throughout our day, 
some of the priorities that we seem to have are to decompress and to, to unstress ourselves. And when we think about doing things like that, we go to what is uh, conventional in our society, in our day and age, which is scrolling through uh, social media, watching movies, watching clips, watching music videos. I don't know what people watch, uh, just scrolling through and watching things or online shopping or anything like that. The idea is that we have to consistently have some sort of input going on in our brain. We have to we 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 have a consistent flow of something going on when we decompress our minds, our bodies, etc. Because we're always doing something actively, watching something, and what this does is teaches our brain that when there is silence, there's something wrong. Um, I think that all of us can relate to that and to the idea of. You know, just being alone with your own thoughts, nothing to do, or maybe you have something to do, you're just maybe low energy or you're putting it off and just sitting alone in silence is one of the scariest things to a lot of people because a quiet mind, uh, you know, having those intrusive thoughts or those negative thoughts or those impulsive thoughts, we feel compelled to just listen to whatever thoughts and and uh and their reality and and just say okay i guess this is the next thing i'll do okay this is the next thing i'll do we don't have a practice to actually observe our thoughts and see why we think the way that we think or none of that really even crosses our mind on in the way that we live our lives um and so that that's part of the problem um the other the other part i guess is that people are just so compelled, like I said, towards their technology and, and not having any quiet time and having consistent uh, input of whatever they're re- watching or viewing on their phones or their TVs or whatever it could be, their computers. And it, it kind of hijacks our dopamine system. And, and we don't find a way that we can create, you know, proper dopamine cycles throughout our day we don't have the you know the hunt and the reward of uh, after the chase of having a big meal that we just caught uh, or you know hunted down or or found or or foraged for whatever it could be there's no primal um way for a lot of people nowadays uh that you know, stimulates or fulfills the same dopamine cycles that we used to have, the same flows of, you know, the, the hunger, the anxiety, the, the, the heart racing, the adrenaline of the hunt, and then the reward system afterward. We're, we're robbed a lot of that kind of satisfaction uh, because the work is so easy. It doesn't spike those high adrenal things, uh, hormone cycles, and then the rewards that we get in life are instant gratification, quick fixes. And so we don't have the same depth, the highs and lows of what our ancestors used to be if you believe in evolution, if you believe in that kind of um, framework. And so like our bodies have adapted from this like, you know, huge peaks and valleys of, of like the, the fear of not being able to eat. Uh, the fear or the adrenaline of a hunt um, or being hunted. And then the big reward of being able to provide a meal for you and your loved ones, the people around you. You know, instead, it's like go to this job and talk to some annoying ass people 
and then get a paycheck and then what you buy with your paycheck is some skip the dishes uh you know like some fucking processed food and then the cycle repeats it's it's like we're robbed of the extreme highs and the extreme lows and so what does this have to do with attention span what does this dopamine cycle have to do what does all this your hormones and everything have to do with uh, your attention span well what i'm trying to say is today's society is not built with humans in mind it is built for convenience for comfort for easy for safe for um you know all of these things that we've tried to cushion society with and coddle society with which obviously has a lot of benefits you know i've never you know it's pretty rare for for us to complain about all the benefits of of modern society of how it is way safer. It is way, you know, comfier. It is way easier. It is way safer. Uh, I think I said that already, but obviously, arguably, than our ancestors. However, that does come with drawbacks, right? Like, we have these human beings that have, you know, lived for I don't know how many years in a certain way, and now we have this kind of, like, safe, comfortable, uh, cushioned, coddled, you know, a nice little hammock to lay in. And, you know, there's just certain areas of our, you know, essence that are just not being satisfied. I don't know if that's the obviously not scientific words for this, but it's just, you know, it's kind of the way I kind of look at it is that we've been robbed of some of our primal instincts. And I think that that has created this, you know, epidemic of people you know, not feeling good. And it's manifesting in many different ways, depending on where people crawl to for their, um, you know, uh, the filling of their needs. And so some people uh, crawl into depression, some people crawl into uh, anxiety, some people crawl into uh, trying to avoid those things by filling their uh, whatever intrusive thoughts they have or, you know, that it's just kind of like a lot of us are left wandering. And that's, that's kind of a good way to say it. But <clears throat> how this relates to ADHD and, and dopamine cycles and your attention span is there's obvious do's and don'ts in society nowadays. And it's, it's, and I say they're obvious because when you look at them at face value, it's pretty obvious to the layman, to the average person, that these things are fucked. And they're, and they're, also, they're also not obvious because they've been normalized so much in our society. Um, you know, we have social media where people can, when they get bored, they just flip through 15, 30 second videos training your brain that you have this like kind of quick anticipation of entertainment and if you don't get it you just swipe to the next thing and that should hopefully be entertaining and maybe it will be and maybe it won't and really only it's like the fifth or sixth thing that you scroll to but when you hit that dopamine you know fix of a clip or a video that makes you so amped up it's like hitting a lottery machine it's like hitting um one of those like slot machines like you're just like instead of scrolling you're just hitting a button 
And then like sometimes it's loose, sometimes it's loose, sometimes it's loose, sometimes the videos suck, they're boring, they're stupid, whatever. And then all of a sudden you get this winner and it's just like super funny or super intriguing or super interesting or whatever it could be. And you get that dopamine cycle. But what you're doing is basically training your brain to just sit there and hit a button or scroll or do a motion with your finger until you get your dopamine fix. And then people are like, oh, I can't focus. Oh, when I'm at work, I can't focus. When I, when it, you know, oh, I'd love to pick up a new hobby, but I just can't focus. And it's like, well, of course, like you're not practicing anything that, that builds your attention span, that increases the ability to focus these skills that we have. In fact, what you're doing on a daily, on, on a daily basis is degrading those skills. And then people think that they can substitute out like, oh, if I, you know, yeah, I watch a lot of clips on social media, but I also do these other things that are healthy. And it's like, well, you can be like a really good point guard that's really good at dribbling. And if you, but if you can't pass and you never practice shooting, you know, obviously your game's going to have some fucking flaws in it. And it's the exact same, same uh, thing with mental health, you know, missing key components or destroying key components actively is going to put you in a bad situation. And so if you're consistently doing behaviors like scrolling through social media, uh, watching YouTube videos, watching Netflix, not allowing yourself to sit in silence, not consistently doing things that you know that you need to be doing, then of course your attention span is going to be degraded over time and you'll have nobody really to blame other than yourself. You can blame your, blame your brain chemistry, but your brain chemistry is a result of the neurological pathways that you allow to wire together when you, when you participate in in, in hobbies or behavioral patterns that um, wire together these instant gratification cycles. And, you know, being a, a more aware of these intrusive thoughts when you're doing something and you have a thought, oh, I should go do this instead. Being aware of just observing your thoughts and thinking, okay, I'm currently doing something right now and this is an intrusive thought. I'll write it down. I'll make a post-it note. I'll make a reminder in my phone, but I've committed to doing something and I'm going to complete this task first. There's another fucking key thing that you can do right there is just being observant of your own thoughts and, and noticing when you're having a negative thought or an intrusive thought or an impulsive thought and saying, oh, it's happening right now. And I don't have to fucking respond to this the same way that I've always responded to it, which is continuously listening to this voice, which then promotes a reward system for that voice to give you more intrusive thoughts and more impulsive thoughts, and then listen to those more. It's a practice. It's like doing something. It's muscle memory. Um, you know, there's that famous saying like, uh, neurons that wire together, fire together. And if you allow yourself to reward the system of intrusive thoughts and impulsive thoughts by continuously pursuing them, then you're just making that system itself stronger. The real thing you have to do is analyze your own thoughts, observe your own thoughts, whether it happens in the moment or you do it at the end of your day. You, you sit down with a journal and you're like, okay, this is what happened. I was doing this thing and then I had this thought and then I justified it to myself to change and do the other thing because I convinced myself it would be more convenient and then I ended up doing that. And then you know how this shit goes. We've all been, you know, 
stuck doing the dishes and then we got to wipe the counter down first and then we got to wipe this down and you got to do this and you got to do that and then six hours gone by and you meant to just do one thing for 15 minutes you clean the whole fucking thing which is good you got a clean ass kitchen but you also left a bunch of other things unattended you also now you're stressing out because you thought that you could substitute all of those things doing good quote-unquote good things but neglecting a bunch of responsibilities that were more urgent and the more you allow yourself to do this and the more you justify it, the more you say, okay, this is just how I am. Oh, this is just how classic Mark. This is just how I am. The more you allow yourself to do that, the more it's going to happen. So obviously there's a lot of ways that you can degrade some of these skills, these, these, uh, your attention span, the, the, the skill of discipline, the skill of doing something difficult, the skill of doing things that you're not interested in. Um, but there's also a lot of ways to build these abilities and these skills up. Uh, you know, I don't want to leave you feeling like, what the fuck do I do? Am I broken? Um, there's a lot of things that you can do. One of the main things that I've been doing recently is a lot of fucking yoga, a lot of yin yoga, um, mainly because you're sitting in one pose for, you know, one to three, sometimes five minutes. And when you're doing it, you have all these thoughts of like, am I doing this right? Should it feel uncomfortable in this area? Like, am I, maybe I just need to take a breath. I got to get out of this thing. And, oh, fuck, I forgot to do the dishes earlier. And you just go on this random tirade of random thoughts when you're sitting in one position for a few minutes because that's how our brains are trained to behave and, and act. And consistently doing yin yoga i've found myself being able to observe more of my thoughts of like okay yeah no my body's just being a little bitch this is uncomfortable i want to move i want to get out of this but uh i'm just gonna stay for a little bit longer and i'm just gonna focus on my breath and you know this um it's it's more convenient to focus on the 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 weird part that's being stretched than it is to focus on my breath like i i you know, intended to do for this 40 minute yoga class or whatever. And uh, I think I'm going to just try and focus on my breath for a bit. Um, for me, yin yoga has been very helpful that way of just like observing my thoughts and, and seeing when I get distracted and what distracts me and what types of things distract me so that when I notice these thoughts, I can find a, a common theme. Um, but obviously, this exact same thing goes for anything that that requires you to sit still for an extended period of time. Uh, the same thing can happen with reading and journaling. I too find it very difficult because I was diagnosed at a young age with ADHD to sit down and sit still for a long period of time and, and, and focus on one thing, especially if it's something that I'm not interested in. And that's how not only yoga, but that's how reading helped me so much, reading and journaling, because it forced me to sit down and, and focus on one thing at a time, sit still, which is something that's very difficult for me, and, and to focus just on one thing and, and to do that one thing. And, and journaling is easier because it's more active, like you're like engaged in it more. But for me, reading has always been extremely difficult. And so what do you do? You just say, oh, I suck at doing that. And, uh, you know, it's not something I find easy to focus on. And it's something that I fall asleep doing. It's so boring to me. It's blah, blah. I'd rather do this or do that. Do you say things like that? Or do you do the right thing? Do you do the thing that, that you know is more difficult, but has a high reward? And uh, even if the reward isn't what you're reading, it's just developing the skill to sit still and do one thing and to focus on that. And so 
it's it's a mental practice of of doing this thing where you sit still, you focus on one thing at a time. And if you get an intrusive thought, you get an impulsive thought of doing this or doing that, you don't fucking do it. You just commit to reading a certain amount of time or a certain amount of pages and you do it. For me, I've had to develop different ideas and, and techniques for me to, to uh, allow my body to sit still for that long. Uh, I always read either right before I go to bed or right after a workout so that my body actually can sit still for that long. Um, and then uh, I close my doors. I turn. I get all the distractions out. Sometimes I wear earplugs and I just fucking sit there and I read 10 pages every single day. And that's kind of, you know, you got to get it done. And, and these things might seem like minute little changes to make in your life, like scrolling less and, and reading more or meditating more or doing yoga. But these are compounding skills. It's one of those things where, you know, you got to do it for months and months, sometimes years to develop the same skill of just repeatedly doing it over and over again. And you might lose the forest for the trees. And I don't know if I use that saying properly, but you might uh, lose focus of the main goal of like, hey, I'm just going to do something where I have to sit still and focus on one thing for an hour a day. And um, you think about why you're doing it because these fucking thoughts rule my mind and rule my experience and my life of just like fucking I'm, I'm at the grips of whatever thoughts that I have of just like, Oh, I should do this. I should do that. I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't do that. And I just listen to this voice or am I in the driver's seat? Am I in control? And wh where would I like to be? Um, and you just kind of have to think of it like that because, uh, these are things that you're, you can, you can develop by, by, you know, like I said, writing and being more mindful, journaling somehow, being, being, reviewing your thoughts, observant of your thoughts, um, not doing things that degrade your skills of your attention span or, or your focus or your discipline and, and doing things that do improve those things, you know, and, and it doesn't have to just be fucking sitting down and meditating or journaling or reading or writing or whatever it could be. It could be doing yoga. It could be doing something active. It could be going hunting or fishing. It could be something out in nature. Connect with the earth. Like, connect with uh, with the Lord's work, man. Like, get out there and connect with it. Because even hunting and fishing, like, anything like that, where you're... Um, I know with fishing, like, it's like... um you know, you have to, sometimes you got to sit still, you got to be quiet, you got to focus on something, you got to overcome the idea or the fact that, you know, you're not going to win every single time. And sometimes it's just the art of, you know, being patient and being, um, being present and grateful for the opportunities and the moments that we get given every single day. You know, and, and, and it's just such a tragedy to me that, so many of us are robbed of the opportunity when we're kids and when we're teenagers and young adults, actually all of us in life are robbed of the opportunities a lot of the time, uh, whether we rob ourselves of these things, we don't expose ourselves to these things, or we're just never exposed to these things like, you know, going out in nature and, and learning how to hunt or learning how to fish or learning, you know, the uh, learning from a young age that patience and discipline and sticking to the plan, you know, it might not always result in a, in a hot meal or, or a reward, but it will sometimes. 
and developing these skills, whether you win or not, is going to put you in a better position as opposed to growing up and, you know, living life through instant gratifications on a phone or a Netflix or a computer or whatever it is and allowing yourself to never develop the attention span or the focus or the discipline to sit still and, and focus on one thing at a time. And obviously there's a time and place for both. And, and, and I'm not even trying to say that, you know, having all of these uh, quote-unquote symptoms of ADHD is always a curse. Sometimes it's a blessing. Personally, I really only view the, the symptoms that they talk about in my life as a blessing for the most part. Like being able to um, hyper-focus on one thing at a time that's something that I find super interesting and addicting. It gives me drive to work towards these things a lot more than I normally would because, you know, when I would get tired, I get more passionate, etc. You know, having the the energy levels, the the big bursts of energy throughout the day, I'm like, okay, now I can work out and I get a wicked workout in. You know, the the uh, even the impulsiveness to just make people laugh or try and make other people happy. I've always kind of, you know, it, it sucks sometimes. It gets me in trouble, but it's a blessing to me in the end of the day because I get to make my loved ones laugh. And, and when I see a smile on, you know, someone's face that I love, it makes it worth it for me. But um, I'm interested to hear what you guys think about this. It's get, We're getting close to the 25-minute mark here, and uh, I think I'll wrap this up. But I just want I want to hear what you guys think of ADHD and uh, tips and tricks that you use, maybe do's and don'ts that you have of how you can increase your attention span and, and decrease these uh, so-called symptoms of this so-called disorder. Um, when, like I said, I really believe that it is the result, the symptoms are a result of the degradation or the avoidance of learning certain skills like discipline, focus, and patience. And so um, that's all I got for today. I hope you guys are doing well. I will check in with you next episode. Uh, much love and peace out. Reach out to us on Instagram. Let me know what you think. Um, shoot me a, a comment. If you got a question or a comment or anything like that, shoot me a DM on Instagram at risenfallen. Check out the website risenfallen.com. Uh, other than that, I appreciate y'all. Um, much love and peace out. Bye.